0: Why does this Jew not say Jesus? Welcome to the Biblically Correct Podcast. Shalom, y'all. This is the Biblically Correct Podcast, teaching biblical correctness in a biblically incorrect world. My name is Kevin Jeffrey. I'm a Jewish follower of the Messiah Yeshua, Jesus, and I love teaching the scriptures. Now, obviously, I don't have any problem actually saying the name Jesus. What I'm talking about is whenever I teach, when I pray, whenever I speak about the Messiah of Israel, I say the name Yeshua. And today I want to explain to you why. Let me start off by saying that I do not believe that there is a scriptural necessity to professing the name Yeshua versus Jesus. You may have heard that some believers in the Messianic or Hebraic communities object to the name Jesus on various grounds, some in light of Acts chapter 4, verse 12, and some for other reasons, but I won't be addressing those at this time. Nevertheless, because I don't see support for it in Scripture, I do not hold to the belief that literally saying Yeshua instead of Jesus is a salvation issue. That said, it's also much more than just a cosmetic personal preference. Basically, there are two main reasons why I say Yeshua rather than Jesus. The first goes to a matter of identity. Who am I as a Jewish follower of Messiah? And the second is a matter of meaning. What does the name Yeshua actually mean? How is it important? And how does it compare to the name Jesus? So let's start there by first taking a look at the name Jesus and see if we can't find our way to the name and meaning of Yeshua. First, we need to recognize something about the Bible that you probably already know. It wasn't originally written in English. You probably also already know this, that the first three quarters of the Bible, often referred to as the Old Testament, was originally written primarily in Hebrew. And the last quarter of our Bible, often referred to as the New Testament, which was written after the Old Testament, was originally written in Greek. I'll explain in another teaching why these parts of the Bible were written in different languages. I'll also deal with the Aramaic New Testament in a later teaching. All we need to know right now is that while the Jewish people of Yeshua's day 2,000 years ago spoke Hebrew Greek was the common written language among multiple people groups, and so the authors of the so called New Testament wrote in Greek. All that to say that the Bibles that we read today are the result of translation. People who could read and understand the original biblical languages translated the Bible into their native languages, such as English, so that others could understand the original meaning of what was written in the foreign languages of the Bible. So when we pick up a typical Christian Bible, we will readily find the English name Jesus. But when we read the Bible in Greek, we don't find the name Jesus at all, but instead the Greek name Jesus. So where did the name Jesus come from? I'll try to simplify this as much as possible. So the first translators of the Greek scriptures actually weren't English speakers. In fact, the next iteration of the name Jesus came from the 4th century Catholic Church's translation of the Greek scriptures into Latin. This yielded the phonetically nearly identical name Yesu or Jesus. So if you look at these two words, you can see that the Latin looks significantly more familiar to us Than the Greek, and that's because our English alphabet uses Latin letters. What then happened over the course of more than a thousand years is that English became a language and then eventually developed the letter J as an offshoot of the letter I. Finally, the two letters J and I became distinct letters within the English alphabet, and Jesus. Became Jesus. So there is a traceable linguistic history of the name Jesus from Greek to English. Jesus in Greek and Jesus in Latin are the same name as Jesus in English, just different pronunciations. So then, where did we get the name Yeshua? Well, working our way backwards now, starting with the Greek Jesus. We actually find this name all over the Greek translation of the Hebrew scriptures called the Septuagint. This was actually the officially accepted Jewish translation of the Hebrew Bible into Greek a couple of hundred years before Yeshua. So first came the Hebrew scriptures, then came the Jewish translation into Greek called the Septuagint. Now, when we search the Septuagint for occurrences of Iesus, we actually find them all over the place. And the first one we come across is in Exodus chapter 17, verse 9, in which the Greek Iesus is translating the Hebrew name Yehoshua, or in English, Joshua. And this is the primary usage of the name Iesus in the Septuagint as the Greek representation of the Hebrew name for Joshua. Does that mean that Joshua and Jesus are the same name? No, and I'll show you why shortly. Now, personally, I find the English Joshua a strange way to bring Yehoshua into English. You would think that something like Jehoshua would have been used instead. In fact, there are other Hebrew names that English translators begin with Jeho, such as Jehoram, Jehosheba, and Jehoshaphat. But here with Yehoshua, they just kind of snipped a syllable out of it and then shoved it together as Joshua. Now, I tend to think that this is because the translators of the Septuagint seem to have done the same thing as with the Greek. Depending on how you pronounce it, Jesus, like Joshua, is also one syllable less than Yehoshua. Iesus, Joshua, Yehoshua. So, I've always found it strange that Iesus trans- is, is the Greek translation of Joshua. Now, that said, there is a Hebrew version of the name Yehoshua that abbreviates it in the same way that Joshua does in English. And we see it throughout the books of Ezra and Nehemiah, which were written long after Genesis, where we find the name Jeshua, which in Hebrew is Yeshua. Like the Greek Iesus and English Joshua, Yeshua has had that symbol just kind of snipped out of the middle of Yehoshua. So while there is no difference in the Greek between Joshua and Yeshua, and we only know by the surrounding context who is being referred to, if we look at the Hebrew, the original Hebrew, we see how the two names are very closely related, yet distinct. Yehoshua is spelled, reading from right to left, yud He vav shin ain And Yeshua is spelled Yud-Shin-Vav-Ain. It's missing the he. So Yehoshua was truncated to Yeshua simply by removing the letters He and Vav and thereby resecting the syllable Ho, and the Vav swaps places with the Shin. It's a Hebrew thing. Anyway, are you following me here? Joshua and Yeshua are the same word, in the Greek translation, but they are different words in the original Hebrew manuscripts differentiated by a single single letter and therefore a single syllable. So now that we see that there is a connection between the Hebrew Yeshua and the Greek Iesus, and we know that Yeshua both historically and linguistically preceded Iesus. Where did the Greek Iesus come from? How would a bunch of Greek-speaking people come up with a name such as Iesus when it didn't originate in the Greek language? Well, in the same way that many biblical names came into English, Iesus came into Greek as a transliteration. Now, this is different from translation. Again, in translation, we are transmitting the meaning of a word between languages. For example, the word peace in English translates the word peace. Shalom in Hebrew, but when we transliterate, we are simply representing the letters from one alphabet with the corresponding letters in another alphabet, at least as close as possible. So, yesus is just a transliteration of Yeshua, and you can hear it in the pronunciation. Yeshua, Yesus." the beginning consonant of ye and I are very similar. The sh sound of Yeshua becomes a hard s in Yesus, since there is no sh sound in Greek. The u sound of Yeshua is preserved in Yesus, and the a uh sound at the end of Yeshua is replaced with a terminating s sound, as is typical in Greek. It's the same thing as in uh, Judah becoming Judas or Moshe becoming Moses. These are all just transliterations, and the linguistic convention in Greek was to end the name with the S sound. So when we put all this mess together, the etymology of the name Jesus goes like this. The Hebrew name Yehoshua was at some point abbreviated to the name Yeshua, not Yahshua, by the way, or some other pronunciation. It's Yeshua. I'll address this in another teaching. Yehoshua was abbreviated to Yeshua. Yeshua was then transliterated into Greek as Jesus. Yesus became Yesus in Latin, and the Latin Yesus became Jesus. Now, as I said earlier, this is more than just a cosmetic matter. Even though there is a traceable link between all five of these names, it doesn't mean that there isn't a difference between them and therefore a difference in meaning. So let's talk about meanings of names for a minute. We see all throughout scripture how people were named for a specific meaning or purpose. For example, Eve's name, Chava, means life. And Genesis 3.20 explains why. Because she will have been mother of all living. And then there's Abraham's name, Avraham, which means exalted father. And Genesis 17.5 again explains why. Because God said, I have made you the father of a great number of nations. So, in the Hebrew scriptures, people were often named for something that happened or who they were or what they would become. So, now let's look at the name Yehoshua. Yehoshua, Joshua, is a combination of two Hebrew words. The first word is the four letter memorial name of God, Yudhe Vavhe, which is often translated in English as the Lord. And the second word is Hoshea, which means salvation. Hoshea was actually Joshua's given name, and according to Numbers thirteen sixteen, it was Moses who called him Joshua. So the first letter of Yudhe Vavhe was added to the front of Hoshea, making the name Yehoshua. Yehoshua, then, or Joshua, means Yudhe Vavhe saves, or the Lord is salvation. Now, since Yeshua is a shortened form of Yehoshua, perhaps we can see where all this is heading. Obviously, the name Yeshua is going to relate somehow to God's deliverance. But check out Exodus 15, verse 2, which says, My strength and song is Yah, and He has become my salvation. The word here for salvation is simply the non-proper name form of Yeshua. In fact, the spellings of this Yeshua and the name Yeshua are identical with just a he added on at the end as a matter of Hebrew grammar, which does not even really change the pronunciation. And we see this Yeshua in several other places throughout scripture. For example, Psalm 118 verse 21 says, I thank you for you have answered me and have become my Yeshua. And in Isaiah Chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Look, God is my Yeshua. I trust and fear not. So just from the examples of the usage of the word Yeshua throughout the Hebrew scriptures, this gives us a strong indication as to the meaning of Yeshua's name. But wait, there's more. Because amazingly, we've actually find the clearest definition for Yeshua's name spelled out for us not in the Hebrew scriptures, but in the Greek scriptures. In Matthew chapter one, verse 21, before Yeshua is born, the angel of God is speaking to Joseph in a dream about his wife, Miriam, Mary, Yeshua's mother. And in the dream, the angel says to Joseph and she will bring forth a son and you will call his name Yeshua for he will save his people from their sins. So, just as with Eve and Abraham and all the patriarchs and on and on, Yeshua's name was not assigned to him at random, but followed the Hebrew pattern for naming. Yeshua was given his name by God because Yeshua himself would be Yeshua, salvation. His name would be more than simply a contraction of the name Yehoshua pointing toward God's salvation. Instead, he would literally be the means of salvation for his people. Israel, Yeshua himself, would save them from their sins. And this is why the meaning of the name Yeshua is one of the main reasons why I say the name. When I say or think the name Yeshua, this is the meaning it has. It speaks directly to salvation, specifically salvation from sin not to mention the salvation of Yeshua's people, the Jewish people, Israel. This, of course, is not to the exclusion of other believers, but it's nevertheless the plain meaning of this verse. So Yeshua's name is Yeshua because he will save his people from their sins. But what happens then when we instead insert the name of Jesus here? You will call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. What exactly does does Jesus mean here? Has it brought any meaning along with it to inform us? The problem is, when we do not see the name Yeshua here in this verse, we are hard-pressed to connect the concept of he will save his people from their sins back to the name and vice versa. The name and the meaning are disconnected. So this begs the question, What meaning is inherent in the name Jesus itself? We know what Yeshua means, but what does Jesus mean? Linguistically speaking, where the name Yeshua is the actual original Hebrew name that Yeshua was given at birth and literally means salvation, Jesus is a name three times removed from the original, having passed through two other languages and hundreds of years, just to get to english in fact unless the meaning of yeshua is transmitted along with each iteration of the name which unless i'm mistaken it has not then the weight of the original meaning is lost and it simply becomes a name messianic jewish scholar david stern in his commentary on matthew chapter 1 verse 21 puts it like this in english Saving people from their sins is no more reason for calling someone Jesus than for calling him Bill or Frank. The Greek is no better. Only in Hebrew does the explanation explain. In other words, the explanation, he will save his people from their sins, only makes sense if it is explaining the Hebrew name Yeshua. Only the name Yeshua explains why Matthew said his name would be Yeshua. It was because he will save his people from their sins. So this is one of the main reasons why I say Yeshua Yeshua instead of Jesus, because of what his name literally means. The other main reason has to do with my identity as a Jewish follower of Yeshua. And this is a little easier to explain in light of what we've already covered. So without going into a lot of detail, let me put it this way. The name Yeshua connects me to my heritage as a Jew and my identity as a follower of Yeshua in a way that Jesus can't. After 2000 years of Christianity, the name Jesus carries with it all of Christianity's history of not just its mixture of either indifference toward or animosity against Jews, which we'll get into some other time, but like the name Yeshua, it has hidden or lost its connection to its Jewishness. Though I am still of one faith with all of my Christian brothers and sisters I don't consider myself connected to the religion of Christianity or any particular denomination within that religion. My connection first and foremost is to the scriptures, which are thoroughly Jewish and reinforce and support that Jewish expression in me. Although you wouldn't know it from the Christianity that is practiced today. So while I know intellectually, that Jesus and Yeshua are linguistically linked and I am not in any way offended by the use of the name Jesus the name Yeshua only not only carries with it the weight of its stated meaning but it is an unavoidable reminder that as a Jew I do not follow a religion that is foreign to the vast majority of my people but rather I follow my people's ancient covenantal faith fulfilled in the Jewish Messiah of Israel, Yeshua. There's actually a lot more I could say about all that, but for now, I think that will suffice. I say the name Yeshua instead of Jesus because of what the name Yeshua means and because my identity, expression, heritage, and purpose as a Jewish follower of Yeshua are embedded and embodied in that name. So now, after all that, you may be asking yourself the essential burning question, Which name should I say? Well, this, I believe, is the bottom line. Your decision about whether or not to say Yeshua or Jesus is a personal one. There's nothing linguistically wrong with saying the name Jesus, and there's no reason you should ever feel guilty about it. But what is also true and inescapable is that his name isn't Jesus. It's Yeshua. And that name means something specific and extremely vital to our faith. It's a name that has far reaching ramifications, not just for Jewish believers like me, but for our collective recognition of his Jewishness, his inseparability from the Jewish people Israel, and perhaps most importantly, it reminds us that the Jesus of 2000 years of Christianity is not necessarily the authentic Yeshua of the scriptures. I say the name Yeshua because it reminds me of who I am and what I believe. And that's exactly what the Savior's name should also mean to you. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Biblically Correct Podcast. Please like, share, comment, subscribe, and ring the bell to receive notifications whenever a new episode is posted. If you have any questions about this teaching, or if there are any other topics you'd like to see me cover, please leave me a comment. or shoot me an email at kevin at perfectword.org. That's kevin at perfectword.org. If you'd like to learn more about the Biblically Correct Podcast or to support the work of Perfect Word Ministries and MJMI, visit our website at biblicallycorrectpodcast.org. That's biblicallycorrectpodcast.org. Until next time, remember that every scripture is God-breathed and profitable for teaching, for refuting, for setting aright, and for instruction that is in righteousness so that the man of God may be fully equipped, having been completed for every good act. Shalom.